winging it in three, two. Welcome back to the land of 10,000 lakes. People are going to be happy that we're getting them this episode. Let's face it, do men ever mature past 12? No. Did you set me up here? Yes. Okay. That was actually really good. Have less ex-girlfriends on the gully chain. We end up at Mike Tyson's house. No lie. Jacob just got up out of his chair and grabbed a to-go box filled. I mean filled with chocolate cake. You just came out of nowhere with the box of chocolate cake. Is this where Isaiah finally talks? Hello, everybody. My name is Isaiah Moingen, and you just tuned in to the Listen Local podcast. We are sponsored and powered by the wonderful Pequot Lakes and Gull Lake Sanitation. If you left your driveway this morning and you did not have a red or black garbage can, I have news for you. Write it down on a pen and pad. You are doing it wrong. Thank you. Welcome. That was, uh, that was a powerful statement for the uh, power behind the show. I am just so passionate about all of these folks getting it wrong, and I just need them to know. When are we going to get shirts? I mean, that, that was sort of a thing, right? We're supposed to do that? Well, I mean, we I have just, shirts. I think, I no, think the, uh, the trashiest podcast. Oh, that's a great question. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we should ask the garbologist yeah. to see if, uh, if that's what he wants to do. I mean, I, I think, yeah, duh. Oh, I think we. I think they also. There's a few other things that we were supposed to do, but haven't. Uh, but it doesn't really matter because we wing it. If you haven't heard about that on the show, <laughs> uh, and Patrick Mahomes is still king. Patty Mahomes, man, what a game! Well, like second half, Patrick, not first half. Not first half. Dude, he was sleeping. Team, those receivers suck. <laughs> like, I don't know how that team won the Super Bowl this year. I've thought all year long those receivers back suck. to back winners. Unlike a team that I know here locally for uh, Bobber Bocce. Oh, get out of here! What <laughs> happened, wasn't Colton? Even bocce. What do you mean? It wasn't real bocce. It was a real bocce. It wasn't bocce on ice. I mean, I've been preparing all year to shuffle these logs across that nice smooth surface, and instead I was throwing these frozen balls on a frozen ground on a side hill. It was just impossible. Ah, it sounds like excuses. You know, head just wasn't you, in the game. You had the better lanes versus the ones that we had. We were like literally on a hill, and they were <laughs> yeah. there was lakes in the middle of our lanes because it was frozen ice. So was frozen. I would love that. It wasn't good. Who uh, who it won? Wasn't good. Um, they are a different local group. Uh, four people that actually participate in a bocce ball league. Oh, yeah. yeah. So when they we, had the advantage. When we played them first and got our asses kicked, I was like, okay, we're this is not good. We actually should back up because well, well the original plan obviously yeah. was to was, record a podcast. Was to record it. a podcast. We did record a podcast, yeah. but it didn't post because uh, we Everything recorded changed. the show on Tuesday and all systems were a go. We were having it on the ice, and then then Thursday morning came around, and uh, yeah, there was a big rainstorm and everyone lost faith in the ice for a brief period of time so uh moved moved ashore we had to had to adjust um Um, the other thing we didn't talk about was the extravaganza which i believe we covered last week in the show but didn't post yeah but but we did you know you know here we are i'm glad that the the episode not posting this time was not my fault because usually it is it's really none of our faults 
Yeah. He got you. No. <laughs> Careful, <laughs> Colton. Colton. <laughs> Politics <Easy>. here. <laughs> no, it was a hard decision. We all sat in the board meeting just kind of staring across the table like nobody wanted to say it. Nobody wanted to be the one that was like, oh. But then finally everyone was like, it's not the end of the world. Like, it was still a very fun event. Yeah, was, I heard it was a good turnout. There was 27 teams. Uh, I think originally there was supposed to be 28. One team dropped out. Losers. But in reality, it was, it's an easier time for people to participate. Right. Like, being on the ice is grueling. Sliding around out there, you slip, you fall, you get beat up. Mm-hmm. This was literally like bocce, but like... Yep. Yeah, we could have had the, this is no offense to anybody, but we could have targeted the senior citizen community <laughs> and people would have had a great freaking time. Like it was still a fun, fun time in the park I um, mean, and looking forward to next year again. We should really do, if we're targeting the senior, senior citizens, we should do pickleball. I mean, that's the rage. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome, Jacob. Um, Colton, did you win the truck for the extravaganza or what happened there? Uh, no, I failed that too. Got it. Mm. A lot of L's. A lot of L's these lot last of L's. couple hey, weeks. Yeah. That's okay. That's just fine. We're, we're pushing through it. Yeah. No, we did. Uh, we are fortunate enough to find a whole lot of fish for the extravaganza, and we had a, a great time. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. It was a great time. It was a good time. But, uh, yeah, no winners. No winners. The, the, we were on the board for a while. Yep. We caught a couple hundred sunfish and crappies and just just At least a, a local time. one. Yeah, a uh, guy from Merrifield won yep. won the pickup. Mm-hmm. Yep, a few so. other locals. Um, yeah, found themselves in the top top finishers. But you know the, where Brar ended up finish, finishing? No, he was at like when we had seen like hundred something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he was in fourth though when we saw him at it, that point. Of the oh day. yeah, but it went quite. That was a he freak. He dropped pretty. That was yeah. a freak of a fish though. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. If it would have been the bad. regular tournament, if it would have been weight related, that was it a, was thick yeah dude just has a knack looked, for catching fish in yeah. that tournament it uh, looked like yeah. the northern had swallowed a basketball <laughs> like it, it's giant uh speaking of other local celebrities uh and bigger celebrities joe Haig announced yeah, his retirement this saw week. that yesterday uh brainerd high school alum uh, nisswa elementary his mom's a teacher there yep yep so joe some stories there um he yeah growing up here it was really cool seeing like his progress then ndsu and then, you know, fast forward a few years, playing in a Super Bowl with Tom Brady. I mean, that's that's pretty, cool. that's pretty impressive, man. Yep. Yeah, Gronk and Brady, can you imagine yeah. a better two that's pretty cool. teammates than that, other than Captain Kirk? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway, on the Super Bowl note, I do have one more thing. Sure. Usher at halftime was on roller skates. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, hear this. The roller skate company is out of Red Wing, Minnesota. Oh, really? Yep. They are, It's Rydell. They've also been a part of... Um, Skates in movies like Castaway and Whip It. And most importantly, they are part of the, the old Visit Red Wing shoot with Blazer this week. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you and Usher are working together. Hold, pretty much, hold yeah. yeah. <laughs> why, why are there roller skates in Castaway? Remember, he has to hit his tooth out. It's part of the luggage that come off the plane. And he needs to hit his tooth out. And it was always oh, an ice skate. So they do ice skates too. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Was, yeah. Yes. That's what it was. But still, they make skates. Of all kind, it looks like. I don't remember that scene, but uh, well, fact. <laughs> it's, well, it's obvious we have a lot to catch up on. It's been a couple of weeks, but uh, we do have a couple of guests in the studio, and we are going to cover uh, some local event that's coming up, uh, and it's going to be great. So one thing we want to shout out first is this segment was brought to you by Chris Henneken with Henneken Insurance. Yeah, I mean, it's a good time to get insurance any time of the year, you know. 
January through yeah. uh, December. I'll, I'll always give I mean, you insurance. Yeah. And that's it. Like, like give, the them, first give them a thing. ring and uh, get some insurance. I think we should introduce our guest. I think we should. We have Jared Stotts from Triple Fest, and we'll get into all of his background. And then Raina with Breezy Point Resort, and we'll, we'll tie it all in here and, and talk to both of them. But I think we'll start with Jared. You, uh, you have an event coming up, and it's been going on for a few years now. Uh, Triple Fest, you know. How's, how's that been going? Tell us a little backstory about Triple Fest and yourself. Uh, this will be the fourth annual Triple Fest. Um, Triple Fest, if you haven't heard of it, is uh, it's a snowmobile race that kind of started as uh, more or less an unorganized bar race. Uh, and it's it's evolved bigger and uh, faster than we ever thought it would. But to give you guys a little backstory, uh, basically before COVID, uh, my friend Andy and I, Thought it'd be fun to go buy a couple of old players triples and screw around with them. And then COVID hit and we bought a couple more and started working on them. And then our friends kind of followed suit. And before you know it, we had a kind of a small little following here. And we decided to go out and plow an ice track off and do kind of an unsanctioned bar race. And it was a, it was a hit. And then we thought, well, let's, uh, let's just kind of put out word of mouth around the uh, lakes area here that we're going to do something. And, that was three years ago. I think we had about 300 people um, the first year, and then it was it was a hit. And then the second year we had close to a thousand people total. Well, then last year with uh, the the ice conditions were were crappy as everybody knows, just due to early snow. We worked really hard at plowing snow off early to get good ice, and uh, we were one of the only events that, that took place last year, and we ended up with over 2,000 spectators and 270 race entries. So here we are, and I'll fast forward to this year. We thought there was no bigger challenge than we were going to have last year, and <laughs> now we have not had any winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah snowmobiles without snow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. So how how is that going to work? I know we've seen... You know, other events like the Extravaganza Go Hybrid, you know, with Breezy Point Resort, with Ice Fest, they had to, you know, switch a few things around. And we've seen it all over Winterfest and Cross Lake. Yep. How are you guys transitioning to um, a spot? And maybe it is the, the new location, but but all the issues with the ice this year. So a few weeks ago, it was becoming more and more evident that it wasn't going to happen on Lower Hay Lake where we generally have it. There was just, there's there's not enough ice in there, in there nor was there going to be. So we kind of went out on a Sunday little tour and went drilling all over the place, and we kept coming up with nothing. Uh, that Monday morning, I was driving, and I had kind of an aha moment as I was thinking about options, and I thought, you know, I bet you at Breezy Point, that bay there, if we're going to find ice, we're going to find it there. And then I started thinking a little more about the potential that we could have if um, we worked with Breezy on doing this event. So I just cold called Raina out of the blue. Like I just, I asked for, I need to talk to whoever's in charge of events around that place. And <laughs> I talked with uh, Raina for a few minutes and she's like, I got to get David on the phone here with us. So I kind of gave him a quick lowdown on what we had. And next thing you know, we had a meeting set up for Saturday and it went really well. And here we are a couple weeks uh, later and less than two weeks before game day. And we've got, um, we've, we've got, I think, everything pretty well teed up and figured out. So we're moving to Breezy. Just so you know, nice. um, this is great news for you that you're on the show right now because not only have we got a sheriff elected because of the show, we've gotten a mayor elected because of mm-hmm, this show. Mm-hmm. So Triple Fest at Breezy, I have a feeling this is going to be your best year yet. It's going to be, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's, we're, we're really looking forward to it. 
generally speaking, uh, well, we have three types of racing that we that we do. We have an ice track, which is uh, 660 feet of shaved ice. So it's just like basically like a, a skating rink. Um, that's important for all the, you know, we got sleds that are running upwards of 130, 40 miles an hour by the time they hit that 660 mark. So then they need another, you know, another 1500 feet of shutdown after that mm -hmm. uh, and then we do a snow track which is just a packed like a groomed trail kind of a deal and that's uh that's a 500 foot long track with another thousand feet of shutdown um, that's that's the challenge that we're looking at right now if we don't if we don't get any measurable snow i mean we only need a couple inches to consolidate to make the snow track happen but right now we're looking at we could just be doing ice races so we're kind of uh we're, we're working on adjusting classes and trying to make it so we can still get you know 90 percent of the people to to uh to come and that want to race but yeah other than that um then the kids racing that's that's something that my brother and a couple other the dads kind of took on a couple years ago and that's really taken off so we've got 120s and 200s for all skill level of riders for kids and that'll be that's kind of a what would be called like a Le Mans track so it's a it's a circle track with some turns and um, we're we're really big on trying to introduce young people into the sport and get them going and we're we're uh, even to the point of if, if you're uh, you know if you don't have a sled for your kid and they want to race there's a lot of dads that are like yeah let your kid hop on mine get them a taste of it mm -hmm. Colton I know when we were growing up um, Ice Fest the radar runs out there were always the spectacle yep. mm -hmm. you know what is it about snowmobiles that really just can draw a crowd yeah, I mean, we actually just, uh, I mentioned that chamber meeting from last week when we had to decide to pull Bocce uh, off the ice and, and to the park. Uh, and Ice Fest was a, was a prime example mm -hmm. of like, everyone around is looking for something to do in the winter to embrace the winter. So when you get the snowmobiles right. out there and it's just an excuse for everybody, even if they know nothing about racing, uh, it's something high paced, you know, it's loud, it's exciting, it gets adrenaline going just watching it. Uh, so I think it's just something fun. You know, we've all been on sleds. Nobody, most people, don't have the guts to get out there and race them. So watching it is something relevant, uh, both to the season when everyone's saying it's so cold out, we can't go outside. And, you know, uh, cabin fever, I don't think, exists in this area. No, so. absolutely not. What was it, Jared, that made you want to start this event, you know, first on, is it Lower Hay, right? Yeah, Lower Hay, correct. Yeah, and, and then, you know, eventually Breezy. What is it about the, the area here? Well, so I've been I've been frequenting up here my whole entire life, and a few years ago, my wife and I built a house on Lower Hay, which is right. You know, that's that's where that's how Triple Fest got to be started right there in front of our house. Um, we're kind of you know our long term plan is to move up here full time. I I joined the uh, Ideal Fire Department a few years ago, so I'm up here probably about I'd say you know sixty percent of the time or more the way it is right now, depending on the time of the year. But this the this has always been. I mean this this feels like home as much as any other place to me, and it's uh it's just it's a great area, tons of great people, and and it's it's I look at it as still the land of opportunity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, can I ask a dumb question? Sure. Uh, you said Polaris triples. Uh, can you educate our audience what a triple Polaris is? You sure can. <laughs> I told I'm, you it was a dumb question. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> uh, so I guess if, if you know, we, I, I should say I grew up, you know, primarily in the 90s was like my heyday year of snowmobiles. And I would say that was probably one of the biggest uh, generations of snowmobiling being absolutely 
amazing. Um, I believe, I don't know the exact stat, but I was uh, visiting with Levi Lavalley a couple weeks ago and we were talking some stuff. And I want to say I don't, in like 96, there was more XLT Polaris's snow checked than Polaris sells all year, you know, in total in a year now. So the, uh, the nineties, um, was the, you know, that was the, the era of the big triple cylinder muscle snowmobiles that kind of, they kind of faded out in the early two thousands. Everybody went to twins and then they started bringing in the four stroke stuff. But you know, if you, if you could open up my head, there'd be a 1996 Polaris ultra with triple pipes on it. That's screaming 9,500 RPMs down a racetrack. I don't, I don't think there's a better sound in the world than a triple piped up triple cool <laughs> I, I think events like that when you can bring the retro you know snowmobiles into play always bring in the crowd i think of the right. one down at uh, um erx what's that one the uh it's what's that dish called? banger classic dish banger yeah but people they get more crowds for that i think than half the events they have out there you know the pro ones. so i see that a lot up here with that and, and senior guys' numbers each year grow and grow and grow um it's pretty impressive yeah and we do we, we do have classes for uh for all sleds and and that's kind of one of the things when we started this is we we never wanted to get away from uh, a race that everybody couldn't bring whatever their trail sled, whatever they have in their garage. It doesn't just have to be a triple. I mean, that's, that's our featured deal. But you know, if you, if, if you're a 17 year old kid and you got a, you know, you got a 800 skidoo XRS and you want to come out and race it, we have, we do have stock classes that, you know, we cover 500, 600, 700, 800, and a thousand stock classes just basically cool. for anyone that wants to come out and race can, can bring whatever they got. Yeah, I think that's the draw there, right? Like, you don't have to be a professional racer. We all know of these big, you know, even like Core puts on their, you know, race series and stuff like that. Like, you, you, you I would never try to, you know, go up against any of those guys. Like, I'm not even going to touch that. But if I get in a class with a bunch of other locals that just want to have fun and race a little bit, like, mm-hmm. exactly. that's the draw, right? Yeah. And then, you get, then you throw the old triples in there, and, I mean, it sounds like a riot. Yeah, it, it, it really is. And, you know, we have we we still have the big classes with the, the really loud go fast stuff that, you know, those guys will be there, too. And that's the crowd pleaser stuff that everybody wants to wants yeah. to watch. So mm-hmm. kind of a hybrid of both. But again, we're, we're uh, I never want to go away from having it where you can't just bring your trail sled out of the garage yeah. and go line it up against every, you know, against whoever you want to, because really that's what started it for us is everybody you know everybody stops at the bar and has a cheeseburger and a beer for lunch and then you go get back on your sled and the first thing that the, that the group does that i've done my whole life is you all line up at in the bay and everyone takes off at the same time across the lake and yep. you know you're racing yeah mm-hmm. or somebody gets a jump on you and you're just yep. pissed yeah then you gotta <laughs> then line up and it. do it all over again <laughs> uh best memory from triple fest um well there's a couple of them <clears throat> i would say that uh probably the best one the first year we had this race um so little backstory with uh, andy and myself our our families have been good good friends and we grew up snowmobiling together our whole lives and our dads are both really into this sport so we uh we started planning the first official triple fest and my dad quietly he was a big thundercat guy which is which was articat's big triple muscle sled back in the day so my dad quietly, without telling anybody, went out and bought four Thundercats. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a little excessive. We bought four of them from a guy. Two of them were all set up for ice racing. So a couple weeks before uh, I find out about this, and he's got this, you know, he's got this one ice sled trip Thundercat that's all supposed to be the, the ripper, the beat all. And he actually ended up 
taking at whatever 65 years young he ended up taking the cake for the fastest sled of the whole of the whole day of all of the all-time deal he's like sweet i never won first place in anything like this before so that was a pretty good memory and then after that it became uh he became the sled to beat in that class and so then, of course, I wanted to beat him. So I went out and found a, a Polaris of similar caliber, thinking that that was going to be the sled to take him down. And last year, we ended up uh, side by side in a race. And not only did he beat me, he beat me bad. <laughs> and my drive belt snapped just as we went across the finish line oh, and shattered man. my big toe in four places. Oh, wow. So I took quite a shellacking in more ways than one yeah. on that deal on trying to beat the old man. <laughs> Jeez, I might, be, I might be button bar next year. Yeah, <laughs> quite, I took quite a shellacking. I love, I love that. that. Um, Jared, before we let you go, and maybe this transitions into um, getting Raina on the show as well. Uh, you mentioned a few of the events going that day, but what really should people be ready for when they come to Triple Fest on February twenty fourth? Well, first off, you should be ready for a good time. So, you should be ready for a fast paced. Uh, loud race. We've got a professional announcer out there that'll be announcing calling races and playing some music. Uh, we've got a um, we've got a couple other local celebrities that are going to be staffing our ice bar. Uh, Angela Flatograph and Brian Held. They've been with us since the beginning, uh, serving drinks on the ice, making sure everyone has a good time. So make sure you come out and see their faces. And with uh, the move to Breezy Point Resort right in front of Dockside, they're going to have their bar going and they'll be serving food and. Um, just look forward for an overall fast-paced, good time after party to follow. We've got our awards ceremony happening um, right there at Breezy Point afterwards, and then we've got a live band at Dockside. I think that's going to start around 7 o'clock, so I guess I'd say plan on uh, showing up in the morning and you know book some, book some rooms if you're coming from out of town and, and stay for the night. Have yourself a great time. Yep. I'm, awesome. glad, I'm glad you, asked, you, uh, you mentioned the awards. What, what's at stake here? Well, so the uh, the some of the, the higher up classes, they're they're actually we are are improved in mod stuff. We do, we have payout stuff. It's uh, I mean, it's certainly not any big money to speak of. It'll pay for your fuel to come up to the yeah, races. It's a bragging rights. Then we, yeah, then we just we have, we have trophies out for all the classes. Um, even even the kids' classes, it's kind of fun for you know the kids to get up and accept an award. So we just takes about an hour go through that and. Awesome. Yeah. I don't want awesome. to jump ahead if this is a Raina question, but uh, let's say somebody wants to participate in the race, uh, still able to sign up and bring some sleds? Absolutely. Um, go to raceday.com um, and MESC Triple Fest. That is, uh, that's where you can find registration. If you uh, follow our Facebook page, uh, Triple Fest, or uh, our other Facebook page, the MESC page, you can, you can find links to get on those, or you can message us or get a hold of us if you have questions or need help registering. But registration will be open until uh, Friday night before the racing. And Friday night, we actually have a racer's banquet at Norway Ridge Supper Club. And that's kind of your last chance to register um, in person. We'll have people there uh, helping people register. And we have a, a dinner there. So you can call Norway Ridge and make your reservations with them for that racer's banquet on Friday night. All good stuff. Thank you for taking the time to come in. And Reina. Hey there, Listen Local. Actually, before we dive into all of this stuff, maybe tell us a little about your backstory. Because we, we wanted the main focus to be Triple Fest, but also... You're representing Breezy Point Resort today, and we, have, we do have a few resort questions as well. Perfect. Um, well, like they said, I'm Raina from Breezy Point Resort. I've been there for about a year, and I handle all sorts of events, so weddings, conferences, meetings, uh, family reunions, golf groups, uh, but super excited to bring the Triple Fest group in. 
I, I love event planning. I love just fun stuff. So as soon as they called me, I was pretty on board. I was on board right away to try and make this happen. How has it been there with the, I guess, the hybrid events or the transition of events this winter at Breezy? I know it's, you still get all the hockey crowd and all of that, of course. Yeah, I think the main thing with events at the resort is either the group that's coordinating it or someone like myself really has to be super hands-on to make that event happen. Um, so like, for example, with the, the way that winter was this year, you know, it was just kind of hard to make Ice mm-hmm. Fest happen. And same with the pond hockey tournament, that really didn't happen last year. And it's a lot of it comes from who the meeting or who the event coordinator is and Organizers. whether it's us yep. or them and things like that. So it is a lot of work to pull off yeah, an event like that. Yeah, a lot goes into that. the back end of that, I'm, right. I'm assuming. You got to get sponsors, you got to get everything lined up and all that, so... Yeah, and Triple Fest, I mean, we're doing a lot at Breezy, but Triple Fest is really, they're really coming in to doing a lot to make this event happen as well. So um, what has the initial response been to the move at Triple Fest? I mean, when did you guys start marketing it? When did you yeah. like do the announcement, all of that stuff? So I think it was about three weeks ago we got the initial call. Um, and, you know, obviously we started talking about it talking about it amongst you know managers in different departments but we waited until today to announce it officially on oh. our facebook well um, breaking news people <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we we definitely wanted to make sure we were more confident and it was happening mm-hmm. until we put it out to the public i know jared touched on it a little bit people can still book rooms so here's people. kind of the plan so because hockey the last weekend of hockey tournaments at the resort is this weekend um and then next weekend we really had nothing going on so that's why when this came in i really jumped at it um but we have lots of hotel rooms left racers do get a discount on their lodging they need to register through um, the triple fest organization to do the registration and then they'll get a uh, code to use to get a lower rate on our website um and then for fans or anyone that wants to come out and stay at the resort typically we have a two-night minimum we lowered that to one so you can come on friday night you can come on saturday night you can come both that's going to include breakfast we have our uh, all our resort amenities um it's going to include a shuttle depending on where you're staying at the resort um do you guys know who the live music's going to be yet it's the Rusty Zippers. The Rusty the Zippers. Rusty Zippers. So that's a 90s. WD-40. <laughs> it's a uh, 90s rock band. Yep. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, no, we've heard them before. They're great. Um, as far, I mean, as far as overall day, I know he's spoke on it too, but what does this mean for the resort to have an event like this? I think it means a lot. I know I'm personally excited. Um, I know this time of year, so end of February, March, we don't have a lot going on. Uh, we're fortunate to, for hockey to keep us busy all winter. Um, and now we were going to go into kind of a month month of a little bit of a lull. So that's why, you know, I wanted to bring it in. I think that the restaurants will really enjoy it. Um, we'll get more, you know, more on lodging. So it was just definitely needed, I feel like, at the resort. We need more events this time of year. Yep. What kind of uh, precautions have you guys been putting into place for ice safety and stuff like that? Obviously, uh, it's kind of turned with hybrid and stuff like that. What does that look like? Solid. Just, just drilled again yesterday. We've got 15, 16 inches of solid good ice in the bay. Um, they And with the cold nights coming here this week, I'm, I'm hoping we can get that up to more like 18. Um, there's plenty of room, our pit area that we're going to park people. There's plenty of room to space people out so we don't have to have them all okay. stacked on top of each other, I guess. Um, and then as far as, uh, you know, we're going to have a handful of people bringing 
big gooseneck trailers and one ton dually pickups and stuff we do have some limited parking on shore available for them so we're kind of working through those things obviously safety is our number one concern we're not going to put anybody out on ice that's not safe so how's the are we going to be able to use the main landing in the resort or are we because i know a couple weeks ago when we pulled our house out that was like a no-go yeah so the main landing actually uh fell apart with the warm weather um it's frozen back over uh i'm i'm hoping that it's uh, i'm anticipating it should be pretty good by the time the race comes but our um our pit entry is going to actually be the public landing okay Um, that's down that's kind of down towards the um, the far end of the track, yeah. but then everything pit area is going to be coming in that landing, which is good and solid, um, and it's going to be all the way down the west side of the track. So great. we've got plenty of room to space people out. Okay, yeah, perfect. Um, so it's always cool bringing in new events, of course, to anywhere, but especially to Breezy. Breezy means so much to like all of us growing up there. I know you guys uh, have a couple chamber events coming up, the Polar Plunge, um, but I think what Breezy's really wondering, Reyna... <laughs> Is what is question. David Spizo doing with the old Billy's location? Give yes. the people what they want. Yes. Well, I'm glad that I get to be the first person to tease this. So I'm not going to tell you a name, but we do have a concept. We So the concept is going to be, it's a throwback to the old um, professional hockey team. The North Stars is the concept for the restaurant. Um, and the fun things about it is we're bringing in a, tap wall that's self-serve there's going to be 30 different options it's going to be a combination of beer wine and cocktails all on this self-serve tap wall and then we're going to have pickleball courts outside and golf simulators inside very cool sweet yeah all right I'd just like to add to that, Raina. Maybe after next Saturday, the concept might be old greasy triples. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's still an opportunity. That's what you're saying. That we can get, we and, get in. And we're looking for an opening at the end of spring here, so probably about May. Okay. I can't see a That's better uh, a better pair there. Like no. North Stars, I think it was 96, uh, 97 season. I mean, the end, right? Yeah. Maybe 95 was the yeah. end of the season. So but it is after the professional hockey team, but we do have that nod, nod to the, also the Breezy Point yeah, North Stars of course, as well. Yeah. yeah. But I think uh, it's perfect with their with yeah, the late triples. Mid, mid to late 90 triples. That's right. That's why this mullet's starting to come <laughs> in. <laughs> I mean, we've all been wondering. We've all heard rumors, all of that stuff. It's good to know a time frame when this might be opening and did you say uh any food in there restaurant in there too yeah so it is going to serve food i it's going to be definitely more casual probably burgers easy apps Mm -hmm. things like that um but i don't have really specifics around that but definitely more casual spot a spot the locals are going to want to hang out yeah we've wanted for years that spot to be the spot i mean with the high i mean the hockey scene in this area is crazy as we've seen Mm -hmm. this year whether you're going to the junior team are going to see the lightning i mean it that spot needs to be something that people want to go to and it just hasn't been i mean and i've been looking for uh, a new spot to take the golf cart i need that's one, true. More, one more stop on the daily golf cart yeah, will there be <laughs> golf cart parking that's yes. the real question <laughs> we can always find golf cart parking <laughs> the biggest that's question awesome. is will there be listen local parking just that front door parking sure mention us on the podcast every week yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, get you, uh, we'll get you a sign out front in your parking yeah, spot it's kind of like the <laughs> snowmobile of the summer you can just park anywhere yeah, that's you true. just gotta that's find true. your spot i literally <laughs> tried to ask david spizo last year for a golf cart i said hey you have any old golf carts uh so i moved to breezy i need a golf cart it sounds like <laughs> oh man well um i mean this is all exciting news we're always happy to talk breezy before we let you go reyna maybe one more hit on where people can find more about the event and then anything related to Breezy Point Resort. Yeah, I think the easiest thing to find info is either go to Triple Fest 
their Facebook page or Breezy Point's Facebook page, you're going to get all the links, whether it's a link to do a lodging reservation, a link to register for the races. It's easy to remember Breezy Point Resort and Triple Fest. So just look them up on Facebook and then you'll find your link, appropriate links there. We'll cross our fingers for snow and uh, more cold. So. Yeah. Um, thank you both for joining. This was fun. And I'm sure we will, in one way or another, see you guys out at Triple Fest. Sounds good. Thanks for having us on today, guys. All right. Thank you, Jared and Raina, for coming on. Make sure to mark on your calendars Triple Fest at Breezy Point Resort coming up. What was the date? Um, it 24th. is February 24th. 24th. Yes. 24th. Yep. 24th. Couple uh, Saturdays. From yep. Now. And that was presented by Chris Hennigan with Hennigan Insurance. Um, it's an ad break time. Take me out to the Cairo. Crack my back into place. Choir Boy is back, baby. <laughs> Posture Pro <laughs> Chiropractic for National Cracker Jack Day coming up on the 19th. So come on over and get your back cracked. I, I've, You're I'm just so, always throwing me for a loop. I'm, I just I'm never here know. to keep you on your toes, guys. Holy buckets. Buckle up. Dr. Andy better save that one for future. I mean, that should be an ad on every single podcast and radio station moving forward. I think I you found your calling. Thank yep. you. Wow. I'm sort of... So give me boot, boost gumps. Boost gumps. <laughs> Excuse me? Excuse me? Goosebumps a little bit. I don't even know why. Goose, goosebumps? Goosebumps. I don't know goosebumps. if I was afraid or turned on there. So <laughs> Maybe both. Uh, adjustment and massage chair roller bed for only $37. What the heck? That's like our, uh, that's I, our deal. Are I know. our deal? Well, you have to mention Listen Local, but you know. My goodness. That's okay. It's one of those things. Well, let's get back to it, guys. Uh, you sort of jumped the gun with our local happenings earlier when you oh announced the Joe Hague I know I did. I was excited. I wanted so, to Talk about it. We have it an outline for a reason. Yes. Yeah, we have an outline person now, even for a reason. Really? Uh, we, yeah. Good old Abigail's been. Abigail. Abigail is gonna has been doing this. It's nice to not have to do much. Um. Hey, Red Solo Cup is cheap and disposable. In fourteen years, they are. Rest in peace. I miss him. I already miss him. I missed him the day it happened. Uh, it is it is um, ironic that we were just talking about Toby Keith stories with Mike Schmidt not that long ago. Yeah. And, of course, the best bumper on the show. About me, want to talk about, I want to talk about number one. Oh, my, me, my, what I think, what I like, what I know, what I want, what I see. I like talking about you, 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 usually. But occasionally, I want to talk, talk about, about me. me. Okay. So, um, Toby Keith, man. Yeah. influential country singer. I mean, so in music, yeah. there's so many people that started Lake listening Jam, to country music Lake because Jam of Toby alum. Keith. Yep. And I know even uh, Jacob Borkstrom mentioned him when he we did. had him on yep. uh, the Lake Sham podcast. And just a just a yep. Anderson Daniels said he yep. started because of Toby Keith. A like legend. It will forever be my favorite fourth of july weekend song and i guess uh at one point he had can he had been adamant about not putting this out really yeah the song initially he wrote it and was not going to uh put it out and then somebody somebody said it is your duty as an american <laughs> uh but it was it was i forget who told him that but like a, a politician or another yeah. musician that was just like no you the world needs to hear that and, yeah man 
But you have those, you know, celebrities or influential people that when when they pass away, it really hits you. I think this this one really hit hit me a little bit. Just like when Kobe died, just can't believe it. Yeah. So, yeah. I didn't have the same feeling when Kobe died, didn't as you? Toby Keith, but well, I mean, that's just just because him and I weren't friends. Like, did you ever I shoot paper into a trash can? Yeah. Go? Okay. Kobe. Yeah. I didn't yell Kobe. Very influential. Oh, I still do. Same. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. All I, all, I, all I can think about is Kobayashi. But that's what is wrong movie. with you? <laughs> He's not a different movie. You know that's movie? the hot dog guy. Do you know what movie that's from? Uh, Step Brothers. You got it. Oh, Kobe. Kobe. How did I forget that? Anyway, yeah. Rest in peace, Toby. That's a tough one for me yeah, to say. That is, that is a tough one. Yeah, go. So we already hit Joe Haig. Speaking of Niswa, which was. You know, Niswa was Joe Haig's elementary school. Correct. Um, the Jubilee is this weekend. It is. And unfortunately, I'm going to miss it. Are you guys going? We will be rather jubile. I'm Absolutely. always jubile. Have you? Mm-hmm. Has, jubilation. Um, has our friend Sophie, who's the at? Huvelation jubilation? The Huvelation jubilation. I love wow. that. Has our friend Sophie, who uh, MCs the parade, has she reached out to you about being her co-host? Uh, I think so. Co-MC. I think, I think I'm think i supposed to be there. Well, how she works is that she will tell you something two months ago mm-hmm. and then not remind you until the day of, so be Got prepared. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so do we? Do you know the ice sculpture contest probably isn't happening? Um, yeah, I, I think it's supposed to be a snow sculpture. Yeah. Yeah. Snow sculpture. Um, and that's a bummer because Josh from Main Street does a lot of those. He's an artist. He yeah, is. he's an artist. Yeah, I mean, he, he did the gnome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a bum. <laughs> what a bum what on a that gnome. Uh, but I was, yeah, excited to see his uh, Jurassic Park themed ones, but it don't, yeah. doesn't uh, Also, not happening this year is the Nishma Fishing Derby. Uh, they have yep. moved that off the lake to the community center. To the community center. There's still going to be some fun for all the kids uh, and families to, to come out and enjoy the day. But uh, yeah, well, what just is an, another one, uh, another event unable to move ahead because of the uh, lack of winter. Such a bummer. But what is happening is live music at the Pickle both Friday and Saturday and night. This is mm-hmm. the little known fact mm-hmm. about the Niswa Jubilee. Uh, the music lineup mm-hmm. at the Pickle yeah. that Terry yeah. somehow pulls together for this day <laughs> In a place where nobody realizes ever has live music is phenomenal. They shove them in the back corner and it works every (laughs) single time. You don't don't need room to walk around. And then, no, it's the pickle. Absolutely not. Um, No, props to to Terry and the crew over there. And, of course, um, the Outreach and Lions program, I think, helped with the... Mm -hmm. The Jubilee. Okay, how are the uh, dinosaurs coming into this? So each year there's a theme. Okay. This year it was dinosaurs because um, I think it was thought of because uh, the aforementioned Sophie sure. um, was sitting at Main Street one day with Josh, who helps with all of this. The artist. The, yes, artist the artist. Of, yep. of um, some of these sculptures. And, we were mm-hmm. and you were there? I was there. Okay. Yeah, of course, it was Main Street. Got it. Um, and they were thinking of good ideas. And, and somebody said Jurassic Park and... They were Jurassic World, Jurassic Park, sure. okay. dinosaur theme, and that was it. Okay. Dinosaurs. I always thought doing like a nine, like throwback to the '90s cartoons mm-hmm. would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think they cool. did that at a different place last oh, really? year uh, called the Frozen Four. Oh yeah, they yes they did. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, speaking of the Frozen Four, Isaiah, which is also the twenty fourth, right, right around the corner. Oh, it's mm-hmm. the twenty fourth, the same day as it is Triple the Fest. Same day as Triple Fest. Okay. So if you do not find yourself at Triple Fest. This year, they are going clockwise around Gull Lake. Why can't you do both? 
We could definitely can, can do you both. do both. I mean, I mean but you triple vest is an all day. Cannot we can't do either. But yes, uh, yeah. I mean, triple vest is an all day event. Yeah, do, so do go to both. You should go to both. Yeah, make it happen. Yeah, find a um, find a sober driver. So a few changes this year for the Go Lake Frozen Four. The hub uh, or the main tent is going to be at. BIR this year. So typically it is on Hole in the Day Bay. This year it is at BIR, uh, and there will be buses running all day long. Go to Go Lake Events website, and you will be able to buy tickets for that. And it is going to hit every bar restaurant around Go Lake, um, including the Legacy, Ernie's, Sidetrack, Roundhouse, Sun Sunshine, Summer House, Cowboys, Zorba's, all that. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Uh, Each restaurant has a hole, a golf hole. Yes, uh, and I think I don't know if Chris told us that we could or my co-host yeah. we, we could say what this, but say? we're going to anyways. Um, I believe there is a dirt bike being given away. Yes, a pit bike. What? A pit bike yeah. being given away. Yeah, at a little Ernie's. yellow pit bike. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. What call is the sitter? <laughs> what's the theme this year? That's a good question. I'm really no, I. Yeah, it. it is poke. No, no, it no. is uh, nostalgic uh, board games. Okay. Got it. Yep. Classic board games. Classic board games. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Now. Yeah. No, it's always fun. I think Gullick Back events, four. like quietly, throw some fun events. They, you know? They throw some very fun events. Yeah. So I, I, I always love more. it. And of course, the Frozen Four is always a blast. I'm sort of bummed we're going to miss that one. Well, we missed it last year, too, when we were in Mexico. Oh, that's so. right. So it looks like, sorry, they're going to have to either they switch the really, date. Because yeah, this really is a yearly it. thing to Mexico. We just mm-hmm. bring more and more people. So if you guys want to go to Mexico, anybody of our <laughs> listeners, uh, talk to Bill. <laughs> um, one more event before we, we sign off is the Smiles for Jake movement, Paint, Paint the, the Town, town blue. blue. And they got Bohemian Queen to play at the Northern Pacific Center that night, the 21st. That's awesome. Yeah, they're, they're so good. They're, they're legit. Playing, they're, oh, God, yeah. They're like, I mean, Hairball is sort of like peak of cover bands like, yeah like these guys aren't too good. far down. i saw and this is gonna sound weird but uh punta cana yep. resort two years ago had a queen cover band that mm-hmm. legit was like that's freddie mercury yeah that's like oh like everyone really? was taking pictures yep. the guy was like the greasiest sweatiest like people <laughs> were dancing taking pictures like he was signing autographs really? like they were legit see sometimes cover bands are better because it was unreal. They're very yeah, good. Definitely. Definitely. So that is the 21st coming up next week. Make sure to call the sitter and uh, make it happen. So, um, and, and for people who don't know, essentially paint the town blue is you buy your kit and it includes blue spray paint and you go out and you paint the logo on different snowbanks. Correct. Snowbanks. 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 If don't, there is no snow, get some blue chalk. <laughs> yeah. Don't graffiti people's businesses, please. Yes. You can graffiti um, your own house, but not people's businesses. You know what else? Um, What's up? It's never good to clean off graffiti, and it's never fun to clean your own car. But there's people no. to do that. No, there's people there, there to really detail is. it as well. Yeah, time is money, and there's nobody better than Nate Hill with Hills Detailing. Is your ride in need of a little TLC? Look no further than Hills Detailing Center, the lake's area experts in all things detailing, into your exterior ceramic coatings, window tint, and paint protection film. Give Nate a call at 218-839-0109. Who details your ride? I would like to also announce, not really announce, sure. but say... Um, that last, yeah, that last segment, which is like the local happenings events and really whatever we want to call it each week, 
was brought to you by Lake Serious CPAs. And it is tax time, people. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, you should. Remember how we found should. out I should have um, uh-huh. um, put something in by January 31st or something like that? Now we know. Now, now we know. Now we know. Because of Lake Serious CPAs. Exactly. So yeah. call Chris and his team over there. They're, they're great. And I think, did they officially expand to their Aiken office, Colton? I I don't believe they're open yet, but yes, they are expanding. It's officially happening. Okay, it's cool. Happening. So, contact Lakes Area CPAs for all of your tax and CPA needs. Um, the other local happening thing that I think we talked about last week that we haven't talked about that today, we haven't talked about. Yep, that would, didn't happen. Yep, right. Um, they have a suspect for the gal who was hit and killed off of one sixty nine. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that too. And it, it's crazy how detectives can. Detect. detect yeah detect. Uh, it, it was we, all, a, we all watch tv shows yeah. and like look at it but yeah yeah it i don't think it's anything like that but yeah glad they're uh, <laughs> potentially able to hold somebody accountable yeah yep. it was it was a windshield wiper right is yeah, what led them to found suspect. a windshield wiper yep uh, and and also another thing that was rather tragic that happened which somebody tried to add that arson to my list when i was uh after I had a little stint up north, and uh, the oh, Lutzen right. Lodge the same weekend, yeah. <laughs> the Lutzen Lodge burned down the same weekend I was up north uh, am, skiing, and somebody am, asked me uh, if, if I had arson when I was up there. Not to take this personal, me. yeah, but I am genuinely offended that uh, Isaiah was up there, uh, was literally across the street from Lutzen, and did not go see the lodge or uh, just take it all in, huh? So you missed your opportunity to see a piece of history. I, I uh, genuinely appreciate your offense, but I genuinely need you to understand that I didn't know it existed. <laughs> uh, no, that I didn't place, know it was a lodge and it was there. The, the place is, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was big in my family, so we we go there a couple times a year. Do we know what caused it? I, I, I think fire. It. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it could have been Jesus himself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he, he did not take the wheel, but dear God. Something I can't even say <laughs> words anymore. I'm gonna get canceled. Uh, yeah, probably. Like, do you see Jesus took out an ad during the Super Bowl? Two ads, fourteen million dollars. So did Temu, Timu, Temu, Timu. Temu. Yeah, like ten times. Like ten Temu. That's, so that's seventy million, roughly. Seven million. Do you, do you think they negotiated a lower price probably. because they were like, "I want ten of these"? Yeah. Or do you think the Super Bowl was like? We don't I care. Know. Yeah, they're probably like, we're, we are the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, I'm genuinely very uh, upset. We didn't see Budweiser. We didn't see Doritos. There, there very much was a Budweiser commercial. Yeah. Was there? Yes. yes. And there was a Doritos commercial. Oh, and Doritos for sure. There I was wasn't a watching them. They, what do you mean? Doritos did play, I know, the one of Ash and Kutcher Mila from last year, but they had another one this year. Yeah, with the... Wasn't the, they weren't memorable then. Wasn't the two grandmas... Fighting yes. over the bag of yes, chips. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and, and it, it was like Tina a mate. Yeah, oh, it was, like a crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy flavor. Oh, it was a crazy flavor. Okay, that makes sense. I thought it was a different brand. Which our buddy Trav then pointed out that these were actually they've they've been around these this type of sure. Dorito, but in the South because they're very spicy, and oh, the Midwestern couldn't handle the spicy right off the bat. Yeah, we're not oh, now. Yeah. We're now we're in. Yeah, now it sounds like we're in. Um, interesting. I liked the Hey Arnold one. I thought it was interesting. Uh, Earlier that day, I ran to Pequot Super Value mm-hmm. and was just walking up and down the aisles. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw a Baja Blast yes. on the shelf. And I was like, I thought that was like exclusively, like you can't buy in stores. You can only get it in the machine in Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. 
I had no idea. And then there's a Baja Blast commercial. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. I think yeah, you've been able to buy a Baja Blast. Yeah, at Walmart. Uh, I don't buy soda. That oh, makes sense. Would you guys like to like know something? Uh, ever. Okay. A I fun fact. You know how I was in Arizona last week? Yeah. I took a little gander over to uh, my brother's alma mater over at ASU. Yep. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. There is something called the Taco Bell Cantina. Okay. There is one in at ASU and also one in Las Vegas where maybe we should go and, and see it, but... Mm. They serve alcohol in Taco Bell. I'm sorry, what? They serve. What? You could get a Baja Blast I've with a little vodka. The, I've been to the. There's one right outside Planet Hollywood. You can yes. walk through the sports book to the Taco Bell. Like there's a hallway, and then you're like in Taco Bell. Because mm-hmm. I remember I was sitting next to a man. Remember the guy I told you that fell asleep next to me? Yes. He came with a Taco 12 pack and sat down and ate it after I'm, he fell asleep. I'm sorry, what? There is a Taco Bell that serves alcohol. There's also a new menu coming out that some of the things on there. mm. We have to go to Vegas. Let's go to Vegas. We should do that. We should do that. Podcast convention. Um, I know you have on here we should talk about Valentine's Day, but this is posting after Valentine's Day. I know, but like it's not telling people what to do, but like where would you guys bring your date or where are you going to bring your wives? Is there a plan? Uh, we are going. D- we are going to. Uh, we're going to be making little homemade heart-shaped pizzas with the kids. Ah, that's nice. That's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, we typically always cook at home and just do movies and hang out. Um, and then I usually do like go out to eat later. Nice. Uh, but Norway Ridge. Yeah. Not, oh yeah. 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 Norway Ridge. Do you like the Norway Ridge? I do. I believe it is the superior finer dining in the Brainerd Lakes area. Interesting. In my personal opinion, I think it's fact. But I'm not a big fan of prefix menus. Like, and it's always like, oh yeah, this is the Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's. It's the only thing you can get. You know, we have 10 tables and it's going to be $500. Yeah, I don't like that. And you get a three course meal. It's like, "Mm, maybe I just want a cheeseburger. Yeah. Interesting. Well, um, but I do understand the reason for them. Most definitely. Okay. That's good. Colton. Okay. Colton, we're, uh, we're doing a show next week, right? Yes, to next week. We next are. week, yes. and then and then after that, no, Colton, it's, all, busy it's that all on you. Busy that day. <laughs> it's all on you after that, <laughs> and then the week after that, I'm gone. Ah, so rats. Yeah, we will. We will. We'll figure it out. To... We'll figure it out. So catch us next week before Mexico, because Isaiah and I might get um, smuggled up by the um, cartel. Up. Okay. So if I got to run this. Have you already? Yeah. If I got to run this thing, it's just going to be uncuffed. <laughs> it's just going to be awesome. I think. I think that's what the people want. I'm going to try to find a way to get you on the show from Mexico. Tyler's going to be down there with us. Oh, we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. we'll figure it out. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, get out to Nisswa Jubilee this weekend, and then mark your calendars, book your rooms for Triple Fest and Go Lake Frozen for the following weekend. Thank you to our guests for coming on today, and most importantly, huge shout-out to our sponsors, Pequot Lakes and Go Lake Sanitation, Lakes Area CPAs, Chris Hennigan with Hennigan Insurance, can we, Dr. Andy. What's can, up? Can I make a request, please? Sure. Just for this episode, can we end it with a little courtesy of the red, white, and blue? You know what's funny? Mm. I don't know if you listened to last week, but I uh, it did that. There was no last week. Oh, yeah, that's true. You got a good point there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Statue.